All glory, honor, and praise be to God, God who loves us daily, God who forgives us freely, God who encourages us beyond our fears. Amen. Let's pray. Gracious God, we acknowledge that we are your people. We wish that you would fit into our categories so that we could more perfectly control how you appear, act, and speak. We try endlessly to make you into the God that we want, pushing, pulling, twisting, and reframing. But there you are, faithful, engaged, and ever-present. Of those gifts, we are never tired. Amen. Please join me as we read from 1 Peter chapter 3, verses 8 through 22. Finally, all of you, be like-minded, be sympathetic, love one another, and be compassionate and humble. Do not repay evil with evil or insult with insult. On the contrary, repay evil with blessing, because to this you were called so that you may inherit a blessing. For whoever would love life and see good days must keep their tongue from evil and their lips from deceitful speech. They must turn from evil and do good. They must seek peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are attentive to their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. Who is going to harm you if you are eager to do good? But even if you should suffer for what is right, you are blessed. Do not fear their threats. Do not be frightened. But in your hearts, revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do so with this gentleness and respect, keeping a clear conscience, so that those who speak maliciously against your good behavior in Christ may be ashamed of their slander. For it is better, if it is God's will, to suffer for doing good than for doing evil. For Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for unrighteous, to bring you to God. He was put to death in the body, but made alive in the spirit. After being made alive, he went and made proclamation to the imprisoned spirits, to those who were disobedient long ago, when God waited patiently in the days of Noah while the ark was being built. In it, only a few people, eight in total, all were saved through water. And this water symbolizes baptism that is now saves you also. Not the removal of dirt from the body, but the pledge of a clear conscience towards God. It saves you by the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is at God's right hand with the angels authorities, and powers in submission to him. Here ends the reading. Thanks be to God. Good afternoon. As I sat in chapel and listen to 
students and staff talk about fear. As I heard Coach Ben talk about his biggest fear was a wood chipper a few weeks ago. That was pretty funny. I heard students say that their fear was coming to a Lutheran college. We heard the stories about the senseless shootings and the fires. And it's a blessing to be able to come up and share one of my biggest fears. My biggest fear is not having the words to share with somebody who needs hope in their lives. My biggest fear is not having the words for my wife or my children or one of my coworkers. In my 16 years working for Cal Lutheran, I have witnessed many seasons and storms through our workplace. I'm not talking about the four seasons that we go through in life or the storms that bring thunder and rain. I'm talking about the seasons and storms that changes everything in someone's life. A storm that shakes you to the core and brings you to your knees. A storm that has you treading for water and feels like there's no ground to push off. I've sat with friends and walked with them to the cross and shared some very deep and personal troubles. The loss of a loved one, a sick child or spouse. Living with someone with depression, anxiety, or mental illness. Trying to love on somebody who lost all hope and is contemplating suicide. And maybe you're dealing with a storm in your own brain, in your own heart, in your own personal life, and nobody even knows it's there. When you're deep in prayer and overtaken by emotion, overwhelmed by everything that is going on around you, and you're crying out to the Lord, why, how can this happen, and where are you? In the book of Job, he cries out, if I go to the east, he's not there, and if I go west, I cannot find him. And when he's at work in the north, I cannot behold him. And when he turns to the south, I cannot see him. And of all the storms that Job went through, he was still a faithful man. So what do you do and what do you say when you know someone who's going through a storm? For me, I listen not to try to say too much because God knows that everything comes out of my mouth is not the right words. I pray. I ask the Lord to give me wisdom, compassion, the strength, and the love to walk besides my friends. And at times I would share a scripture of encouragement like Romans 8.38 that I am convinced that nothing could ever separate us from God's love, neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today or our worries about tomorrow, not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. And sometimes I get to stare like, really? Is that all you got for me? In the time that we live in, that darkness could take us over in a second. In a time of senseless killings and loss. In a country that is divided, that I'm confused, I don't know which way to go. Well, I don't know if it's real news or fake news. In a time of complete madness, is that's all I have for them? Well, yes, that is all I have. For I have the good news in the gospel of Jesus Christ, that I have my hope and faith in the word of God. For I, work by, I walk by faith, not by sight. For I believe that God gave his one and only son for a sinner like me. That I believe that I have been born again, forgiven and washed clean by the blood of the Lamb. And I believe in the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And as we prepare our mind, body, and soul for Passover and Easter week, 
let's come together as a community and family and share our stories and our struggles to reach out to those who you may feel that has everything together but truly don't. Let us give our hope in the word of the Lord and share our testimonies with others so they can see and know that there is a change, there is a way out. And I thank you, the pastor staff, to allow me to come up and speak today. This is truly a blessing, a time that we call the Sabbath hour, a time of reflection and rest and a time to visit chapel or take a walk to the cross, a time to get the word in and the time we get just to shut down and get reconnected with the Lord. So be not afraid. Give all your trust to the Lord. Amen. God of all time and space, you have known us since our birth. You have loved us even without our asking. You have sheltered us even when we didn't know that we were in danger. You assured us when our trembling fears were given a voice. Draw us now into your heart's deepest love, where fear has no place, and deep compassion lives abundantly. Amen. <laughs> 